Your intro music is amazing. You know that? I know that. Welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. It's all amazing here. That's right, because (laughs) we are in the house, literally in the house. And so, uh, of course, Art's here. Art? Yeah, I'm here. There you go. And Brandon, Brandon Threadgill's here. He is uh, the pro staff member for uh, Rose, I'm sorry, Rose Metal Products Trophy Graph system so uh mouthful but we got it all in there so uh they don't charge by the word thank Mm -hmm. god so that's good but uh so uh brandon we're down here we're doing some crappie fishing let's just jump into crappie fishing we're on the uh alabama river tell us kind of the location and what we're kind of looking at yeah we're on the uh lower end Uh, most people call it miller's ferry area of uh the alabama river it is a. It's technically a lake, but it, it does right. have current. Uh, had a little current today. It kind of pushed us back in some creeks. Uh, made the bite a little bit slow, but it is what it is. You got to take it. And and word on the street is uh, Art caught one. Yeah, Art. I Art did is catch one. one. Can you confirm that? Yeah, I see, he absolutely I can. Because and he caught it live scoping, didn't he? Yes. Yep. So is that your first? Look at that. Is that your first fish? Uh, no, I caught scope? one live scoping last But, time. I mean, that you saw. Like, you saw it, their lure. It was actually. my first big slab where everything lined up, where I was where I was using my feet on the top of the graph. I was lining in that lure. Right. And I was just, uh, just ran right over, and she took it, and she made a big, crucial mistake. Yeah. No, well, that was not here. That was here. Yeah, that was here. That was here. Your yeah. first one. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'll be done. Usually we don't <laughs> talk about virgins on our uh, on our <laughs> podcast, but tonight uh, we have one. But uh, it's good that uh, it's good that you're not a rookie anymore. No, I'm not. So I'm I'm, I'm a sophomore. There you go. Hey, you go out tomorrow. You might be a junior. Yeah, I'll tell. You, I'll, I'll go and be a junior tomorrow. You might so. be fishing against me next year. That's right. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk some about um, live scope fishing. Of course, you have Garmin, so we'll say live scope fishing. It, the other end of that is the uh, Active Target or uh, the Hummingbird Live, if uh, if it's available and you have it. But the other two units, we do know that there's plenty of them out there. So uh, give us three tips, three tips to live scope fishing. I'd probably say the the first and most important tip is time. Time on the water, um, it, it's hard to replace time. Um, settings, you know, uh, and minimal settings. I use minimal settings, uh-huh. all the extra stuff on live scope. I use as little as I can get away with. Right, so you don't spend a lot of time you know readjusting the settings that are come factory set uh low light settings i add a little tva Uh uh-huh and then outside of that pretty much everything's off yeah so uh explain a little bit about uh the adjusting of the settings today you talked about having you have the new um transducer not the extended range but the other one that they came out with and so you have that on uh, one of your graphs. And then the other graph, you still have your old uh, transducer. Tell us the reason why you do that. Yeah, well, my main one, the, the new the new transducer to me, I get a little more separation. Uh-huh. Uh, so I use it on my trolling motor. That's my main 
my main transducer. That's what right. I use most of the time. Uh, the only thing really different I set settings wise on it is I run the ghost the ghost tree setting on Otto. Okay. Uh, I don't do it on the old one. To me, it loses too much detail. Um, I use the old one for if I'm in a heavy current or a heavy right. wind. I can it's separated from the trolling motor, so I could do spot lock and use it, and I can set it over there, and it don't move. Right. And what brand? You, I know you have. What brand is that? So you have a separate, separate holder. It is a uh, LS mounts. Okay. I right. just I just looked the guy up, seen it. It's a it's a little small company, and it turned go. out to be better than what I really thought. Just it was. just in case someone was wondering what you had, uh, third one, tell us uh, tell us about your rod length. So use two different rod lengths today when you were live scoping. That's probably should be your third tip. The reason why? Yeah, uh, usually I'm gonna try casting to most of my fish. Uh, right, use a six foot H and H. Casting rod, CNM series casting rod, as much as I can get away with it. Uh, sometimes in these tight piles, right, or in brush, I'll go with the long rod because I get that distance, so I can go straight in it. And uh, sometimes you run into fish that don't want a bait moving, right, and you, I'll go to a long rod so I can just set that bait on and keep it away from the boat. So uh, you had the opportunity to use almost the same exact rod rod that you were using, right? So you caught one, uh, you caught some on the short rod, and you also caught some on the long rod, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we pulled so, pulled up on a brush pile, and uh, you could tell by looking at the live scope that they were all scattered through there. Uh-huh. And that's when Brandon was like, hey, we're going to bust out some 10-footers and see if we can dip them. Right. And sure enough, we were, you know, we were able to dip a couple out of there. Was that your first time with the long rod? No, I've used no. A, a long rod uh, fishing back home on Truman and stopping okay. before. All right. So um, so we went in a bass boat today, special bass boat, because it's actually wrapped, isn't it? Tell us about that. That's well, your deal. <laughs> That's your end right here. Well, um, so we like Brandon. He's, he's a pretty cool guy. Um, we think he, uh, easily top 10, um, on the crappie circuit, you know, multiple tournaments. So, um, we, uh, we're excited for 2023, uh, because he's going to be fishing in the crappie elite series, right? Yep. It's brand new this year. Brand new. And so we're, we're excited, um to help him out with that and um he uh got our name on the side of a brand new 2022 skeeter right and um we got our logo on there and trophygrasssystems.com and uh we're excited about that try to drive some traffic to uh our new website that's coming out so right and uh let's just look at some of these some of these mounts i guess they're over on that side over there so uh you are the expert, but guess what? He already has. <laughs> so we have to break this down so you understand that that you just didn't make a pro staffer, and then he put the stuff on the boat. He actually put the stuff on the boat and then became a pro staffer. Yes. So afterwards, so he had a little feedback into what he was looking for and, and back and forth. So you guys, and we'll get into that because – that's where uh, RMP, that's where you guys are, Trophy Graph Systems, are right. excelling at is listening to their 
to their people, their consumers, which happen to be crappie anglers. Doesn't matter if they're crappie pros or if they're just weekend, you know, crappie fishermen, just guys that are going out there. So tell us what you have on your boat and the reason why, in case these people are watching, they want to understand what they could do to have. This is the tall double mount. Okay. Uh, I have on my boat that gets that screen a little closer to you, and uh, it's important. Right. Have that screen as close to you as possible without being in the way. You can get too tall. Right. And to me, it's a hindrance. But this this mount actually, where it's about the exact perfect height. Right. I couldn't imagine getting it any any lower. Of course, now I run three graphs. All right. Instead of two. So you're running so, three. How do you run three graphs on a, on a just a dual well, mount you, like that? All you have Here. to do is purchase a, all right. a gimbal plate. Okay. And it basically just bolts on it, and you put your two graphs on the bottom and your third graph on top. So tell us uh, tell us what graphs you have and in what place so we can see that. Use my main live scope graph okay. on top. Because How many inches? It, it's 12. Okay. I run the 12 on top. My right. secondary live scope graph is a 12 also. Okay. 26 ultra. And I have a 12 helix for mapping. Okay. On this side. All right. And that all sets up in front. And so now let's look at uh, your back towards the console of the boat. You have some of that. Hey, real quick, I want to mention something about these bow mounts. Is that these bow mounts are designed to fit over the recess pedal. And then also, like on Brandon's boat, they can also mount to the aluminum plate that is already there. Okay. So I just kind of wanted to share that a little bit. All right. What else do you have? Uh, this. this okay. Is, this is the dash mount I'm running. Right. Currently. Um, and it, it's pretty simple. You can bolt a single graph to it in the middle. We brought you just to hold the product. I know. It's right there. It's hey, like Vanna White. I, I and was so getting just ready to ask you, what's that they, girl off of that TV That's right. Show? So now that too, that's <laughs> what it is. So make sure you make all things, uh, if you want to notify me about this show, make sure it all goes over to, right there, art at RMP. So, uh, yeah, keep going. Oh, just, keep well, no, I'm just, you know, I'm getting <laughs> in the flow here, Brad. So. All right. So this is this, a, this is what he has on the so console. Basically, here. basically, this is this is pretty easy, especially like on my skeeter. It comes with a aluminum plate at the dash, so it's just it's basically drilling two holes and bolting to the dash is what I done with it. Okay, and, and then, then you all right. Of course, if you don't want just one graph, of course I run a fifteen. So these are nice because they're kind of short. Right, and you can get them really low on the dash. Okay, get right. that fifteen mounted on. That's the goal. But you could add the gimbal plate to it. It's the same gimbal plate you add to the okay. mount in the front. Yep. And you can spread out and have two graph. Okay. All right. So uh, so that works. So, Art, uh, tell us a little bit before we jump into some fishing lures, because we got to talk about fishing lures, because we're talking about crappie fishing. Everyone wants to know what the crappie are biting on, and, and he's got some different lures to talk about, so we can find out some new ones. Uh Tell them about the the build of these, the construction of these. So they're not welded. Tell us some of the features of this. So first of all, these are um, this is a hundred percent American made aluminum, and it's quarter inch, and it's a it's a one piece graph mount, and it's uh, very rigid. 
as you can see, you've got you've got two formed areas to increase the strength in it. Um, and also, we powder coat them with a black UV powder coat because fishing okay. guys are in the sun all the time. Right. Um, but yeah, we're we're pretty much known for our one piece um, aluminum graft mounts. That's that's kind of what we do. Uh, we make them right out of Springfield, Missouri. Springfield, Missouri. Yep. And um, yeah, we're we're excited. All right. Well, let's hop over uh, puddle jumpers. Let's talk about some lures. And let's also talk about today when we were fishing and you switched over, you made that transition into a different lure from the lure that you were using, Brandon. So tell us a little bit the reason why you're doing that, what you were seeing and why you did it and what you changed to. Well, I was, uh, I like using plastic. Most of the time to me, a plastic bait is, is hard to beat. It's, uh-huh. it's, a, it's a real natural movement. But every now and then I run into fish just being picky and peculiar. And right. Uh, sometimes a little bit of hair at the end, a little right. bit of that fine movement of that hair sometimes triggers fish. And, I gotcha. And that's all it's about. I'll swap. I might sit on a fish and swap 10 or 15 baits. And, right. Until I find the one that works. And sometimes you don't find the one that works. <laughs> sometimes you got to move on. Right. So, uh, so talk about uh, colors, too. Of course, we're down here, and the, and the lake is not um, – you know, this lake is not the clearest lake there is in the United States. And so tell us a little bit about about uh, about that. Yeah, to me, color is not as important as profile. Um, I, will, I will add color as the water gets dingier just as a way for that fish to see you a little further out. Um, if, if they're feeding good, I'll go black. I'll throw right. black, and, black and chartreuse all the time. Right. If they'll bite it. But sometimes you have to you need to dial it back and get a little more natural. But to me profile is oh, more profile. important than color. Uh down here on the uh, Alabama River, are you are you using some of the larger baits that they started coming out with? Maybe the ones that are real popular at Grenada now that they're getting that three inch bait and, and some of those larger ones like gosh, they just got all kinds of them out there, but, but the larger baits, a larger profile. Yeah, I use a, a gator shad by Puddle Jumper. I use a lot, uh-huh. if it, especially they, if I'm tournament fishing and I'm going for just bigger fish. Right. Sometimes in bigger fish seem to respond to that bigger profile bait better than they do a small one. And the gator shad is, is a shad-sized bait. It's three yeah. inches. It's, it's pretty big. So paddle tail or curl tail? Well, it's got kind of No, big, for you, paddle tail or curl uh, tail? But you could only have one, and Art was fishing with you, and you wanted to use one that catches more fish than Art. Which one would you use? It would not be a curly tail. All right. You'd use, when would you use the curly tail? Uh, trolling, long line Tro- trolling. Yeah. About, about when I use curly tails outside right. of that, I don't, I don't know that I've ever used a curly tail oh. outside of trolling. Oh. So not much, not as much casting here? Targeting, reeling back, or I cast. Are you using? I still just don't. I don't use yeah. tails casting. I, right. I think that that subtle movement. Sometimes you need a bait to go by fast without a lot of movement. Right. It, just, it triggers a response. I see. So uh, we've talked about colors. What do you What do you think we've missed? If you were to tell someone and and how to catch more crappie, what what 
what is something that we haven't talked about that that we should mention when it comes to crappie fishing i know the one thing art found out today with live scope is when he was casting he was actually casting 150 feet out in front of the boat when the fish were <laughs> only and he could yeah. he never could understand why he never saw his lure in in uh, your in your on your screen and it's because his 150 foot cast were well off of the setting of 40 foot that you had it on I, i'm gonna say probably probably if i had to tell anybody anything about crappie fishing to make you better yeah uh, i know there's been a lot of debate over the last while about live scope and there's there's people out there that hate it right is time on the water and I will say I have learned more about crappie watching watching them on live scope right. than I ever could have learned, no matter how much time I spent on the water. Yep. Time on the water is important. You learn every I learn something every day with crappie fishing on the water. Right. So as much time as you can spend is probably the the biggest thing to crappie fishing. That takes us up to Tackle Time because uh, Tackle Time is sponsored by Pico Lures. Of course, they have a full line of soft plastic baits you can find there. They also have a line of uh, hard baits. It includes the uh, Pico INT deep diving crankbait, which happens to be the hottest crankbait right now you can get out there. So I'm pretty excited about having that product. But they also have... Uh, some fishing tackle for bass lure, you know, bass lures or uh, walleye fishing or white bass, striper, you name it. Any kind of game fish, they have it. You can check out their lures at picolures.com. Uh, if they wanted to find out more uh, about uh, Rose Metal products, uh, Trophy Graph Systems, where would they go, Art? Well, I can tell you this much. I take great pride in, you can call me directly. Right, and uh, I'll be more than happy to answer all your all your questions, like fishing tip questions. Or yeah. are you talking about graph questions? Like no, graph I'm, I'm questions. primarily talking about graph questions. Okay. Or I get a lot of I get a lot of fellas that call me and uh, want real live measurements. You know, oh they, yeah, yeah, because they're they're making sure when they buy our product that it okay. is going to fit on their on their boat. Um, you can find us at rmpstore.com. Uh, under Trophy Graph Systems. Also, we're getting ready to release and launch our new TrophyGraphSystems.com website. Yep. Um, that should be up and running here shortly. Okay. And Brandon, if they want to check out more about you, uh, social media, where would they check that out at? Uh, Facebook is where I probably spend most of my social media time. I do all have right. TikTok, and I do have Twitter, right. and I do have snapchat and all right. the other ones so you can look me up pretty much on any of them uh brandon threadgill and i'll be there and you can ask me a question or message me or whatever all right sounds good like i always like to end the show make sure you keep your hook sharp and your lures in the water <laughs>